What's good, everybody? You're listening to Way to Greatness, the podcast to find your way to reach your greatness. I'm your host, Rayshawn Collins. I hope this finds you all in grind mode and high spirits. Let's get in episode two. How do you find success? So if you're like me, you didn't have parents or close relatives and friends that were successful business owners or entrepreneurs or anybody that can mentor you that you could learn from directly or intern with to learn the skills that's necessary and gain the necessary experience to make business moves on your own and manage your own business operations. So at some point in time, you had to go out on your own and research on your own and find the knowledge and the skills that's required just just to find just to identify the knowledge and skills that's required to be successful. You know, foregoing that you you have to gain the experience that's necessary to become successful and it's not like there's a set of steps that you can follow to become successful like following the directions to bake a cake or a lemon meringue pie which is far more complicated than baking a cake but it's simply achievable by following directions you know it may be more difficult than just baking a a vanilla cake but if you follow the steps to a t you can come out with a successful lemon meringue pie. Success isn't like that. You know, there it's not going to be the same for everybody. The steps aren't going to be the same. The path isn't going to be the same for everybody to achieve success. Now, myself and a lot of people that I know, you know, when you start to set out on that, that journey on your own, you start to look for knowledge. You look for successful people, you know, that you identify with that have the success that's similar to what you see for yourself so you start following those people those are the authors that you read their books you know those are the people that you follow on social media and you 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 look at the headlines that they're in and you try to figure out what their business moves how they speak how they carry themselves things like that and that's all good you know like is if you don't have a direct mentor somebody that's taking the time to coach you and you know really wants to see you succeed then you have to find it on your own. And a part of that is, you know, finding mentors from a distance. That's what I call them. You know, people who don't know that you're following their success and learning from their moves and their mistakes even, you know, I call them mentors from a distance. But in that, you know, there's a lot of information out there. And sometimes it's hard to to weed through. You know, there's a billion books out there on business and the success secrets to becoming a millionaire and the habits of successful people. And, you know, it's even more formal knowledge if you choose to go the business school way or the entrepreneurial school way to formulate in the actual business. And then there is steps in formulating the actual business, you know, the legal documents required, the licenses required and things like that. You know, you can follow those steps and actually build a business, but you can't necessarily build success into that business by following those steps. And at the same time, there's a lot of crap out there. You know, there's a lot of people who will sell you success secrets and they're not successful themselves. You know, then I don't think they mean wrong. You know, they're trying to find their own success, but some of it is selling you a dream. A lot of people will sell you a dream and, you know, that, that ain't new to nobody. You know people to blow smoke up your ass and tell you to go jump off a bridge with a parachute and if you land, you can be successful. And if you buy into that, you'll find out whether or not that's true or not. But, you know, and just taking your time and really 
sifting through a lot of the material is out there you know you can do yourself justice by just doing a little bit of research and seeing who it is that you're following you know are these people really successful you know it's a lot of rappers and and you know i don't have nothing against rappers but i, I love rap but you know there's a lot of rappers that'll tell you they way successful they're millionaires you know they got all this money and all of that and then you find out that they don't really have that money and that's the same way in business, you know, people to portray that I'm successful all the way, you know, I got all of these million dollar uh, mansions and I got all of these expensive cars and things like that. But you can get that shit on credit, you know, it, you know, you, you don't just follow anybody because they say they're successful. There's certain things you can research to determine what success is. And a part of that is just by defining what success looks like to you. What is it that you see as successful? Like if I say I want to have a hundred million dollars in a bank, my money, not business money, not, you know, operational money, not um, revenue for my business. But what I take home at the end of the year, after three years, you know, I want a hundred million dollars in a bank. That's what I define as success. What I buy with that is up to me. You know, I can I can take a hundred million dollars and buy two mansions, buy five cars and, and buy a franchise and then blow all of that. And I will look successful to people on, the you know, on the Internet. But if you look at my balance sheet, I probably have more debt than I have um, profit, you know. So really looking at what success is to you and what it means to you, you know, do you just want to have the material things to look successful or do you want wealth you know do you want to have financial security and financial independence so in searching for that knowledge you know i think it's okay to read everything that you get your hands on as long as you can sift through the shit and and figure out what's what's bull what's not what's relevant to you what's relevant to your identif uh, identification of success and you know, where it is that you're trying to get to. It's okay to, you know, read a ton of books. Anything that you don't currently know that's actual knowledge only adds to your wealth of knowledge and education. And, you know, there are some things that are universal in, in, in all of the books that you'll find, you know, whether somebody's really not successful and they're just trying to, you know, climb the ladder themselves. People speak about things like, a diligent worth work ethic, uh, daily practices, you know, like rituals, rituals that you um, perform every day, getting up early, you know, eating breakfast for some people, going to the gym, certain things that'll get you started so that you can carry that energy throughout the day and all of your tasks, you know, sticking to your core beliefs identifying what your beliefs are some of these things are universal and you'll find those throughout different books that you read and it'll start to click and you'll say okay you know i can identify with this and you know i read a book from over here i watched some ted talks over here you know i, I followed some some um motivational speakers you know i watch a bunch of um business seminars and i'm starting to pick up on certain things and those things resonate with you because they relate to what you identify as successful. So first you need to define what it is that you see as success. Next, you have to be honest with yourself 
and tell yourself what you're going to be willing to do, what you're going to be willing to give to achieve that success. And then you get started. You know, simple as that. You get started. You say, this is what I see as success. This is what I'm willing to do and to give. And that, and that you know, again, that's that might be kind of vague. You know, you could say, okay, I want $100 million. And I'm willing to sell stuff to get $100 million. But what are you going to sell? So you really have to be articulate in your own definition of success and your own definition of what you'd be willing to do. They don't have to necessarily be skills that you have now and experience that you have now. But you have to tell yourself that I'm willing to get the experience that's necessary to be successful in this thing, because this is what I identify as success. So. You know, going out on your own and getting that knowledge is the best thing that you can do for yourself. And starting sooner than later is, is you know, that's critical. Don't don't wait. You know, there's bookstores all over. There's libraries all over. The Internet is probably readily available on your phone. Get started now. Start doing the research. Start looking for what you see as success. Do you want a private jet? Do you want yachts? You know, do you really want the money to be able to buy those things? And how much money is that? And what's going to be necessary for you to gain that amount of money? That's a hundred million dollars. You're going to have to work for you're going to have to work hard for that. So what are you going to be willing to do to get that hundred million dollars? And what are you going to be able to sacrifice to get that hundred million dollars? So learning from somebody else, a mentor or a friend or you know, uh, a mentor from a distance, it's a great opportunity. You know, if you're lucky enough to find an actual mentor, somebody who has a proven track record in business and has some connections that they can hook you up with and, and maybe lead you in the right direction um, in gaining those skills and, and things that are necessary to go out on your own and make your own business moves. That's great. If you can find that, you know, that you, you're, you're, you're lucky, number one. And how you carry yourself speaks for itself, number two, because people don't want to deal with you if they think you win it for a quick flip or if they think you using them and, you know, you don't really know what you're talking about. You're not really diligent. You don't really put in your part to, you know, have their time wasted, you know, like however you look at it, if this person is successful, making hundreds of millions of dollars and, and you're not adding to their wealth then you kind of wasting their time. So if somebody's going to agree to waste their time on you, it's because they really believe in you because you really believe in yourself. Now, if you're lucky and hopefully you'll find somebody along the way that'll give you that knowledge that they've learned. And that's why we're here because, you know, I think that there's value in sharing those things that one experiences on this journey of self-independence and financial independence and, you know, business success. But at some point, you're going to have to go out in the real world and get that experience. And that game is not sweet. So, like I said, you know, start sooner than later. When you have to go out there and Whatever that thing is, you do. And I'm a, I talk about T-shirts a lot because that was one of the first businesses I started. So I'm going to say, you know, making T-shirts. When you go out there and you try to convince retailers to carry your product 
and that your product is is the shit because of a b c and d you know that's not going to be it's not you know it might come natural to some people but it's not going to be 100 percent successful right off the bat you know everybody's not going to say yeah we'll buy your shit you know if you already successful if you already got a name for yourself that's different you know but if you unknown you virtually unknown your, your your business don't really have revenue you don't have a track record of sales and success and all of that you know it's not going to be really easy for you to just go into any retail store and say hey carry my product you know this is how much it costs buy a ton of product off of me and put it on your shelves and then you know i'll, I'll come back and holler at y'all later that's not going to be that easy so read the books listen to the podcast follow the business people you admire but just know that none of that is going to amount to you getting out there and making real life business moves. So you might say, well, how do I know which moves to make? You know, how do I know where to get started in that? I don't have a business yet. I don't have the product to go out there and pitch to people. I don't know exactly what it is I want to do in, in business. You know, I'm still trying to find my way. You know, we go back to the first step of clearly defining what it is you want and defining what it is you want to do. Just saying, I want to be a successful business person or I want to be rich. That's not good enough. You know, like I want food for dinner. But if I go to the restaurant and, and the waiter asks me what I want and I say I want food, I'm, I'm not really not going to get nowhere. Right. Like you're not going to get nowhere with people if you can't clearly define what it is you want. Like they say, if you ask, you shall receive that that whole statement right there to me just means that if you know what you want, you can ask for it. And by asking for it, that means you can go out and get it. You can go in the world and say, hey, I want to be successful. I have this product. What do you think about it? Or, hey, I have this product. I think you need it. You know, that's that's asking for what you want. in, in my eyes and my reality, you know. I don't think I can just go out and, and say, hey, I want a million dollars. You know, can can you give me 20? And people going to say, yeah, sure. You know, I, I understand you want a million dollars. Here go 20. I'll add to that. No, it, it hasn't been that easy for me, so I can't identify with that, you know. But um, a part of that journey of not knowing what it is you want to do and try to find out what it is you want to do in your current life, you know, some of us get inundated with our day-to-day task maybe you have a job maybe you have a family maybe you don't have a job maybe you're trying to find a job maybe you already know that i'm going to need to find a job to fund at least the startup of getting buying books you know just buying books just being able to go to the business go to the bookstore and go to the business section and buy five books five books could cost you three hundred dollars that's real you know, you, you go buy five books, it might cost you a couple hundred dollars in a bookstore. So, you know, like nobody's going to give you three hundred dollars to go buy books. So you're going to have to grind for that. So how do you manage all of that? How do you how do you reach for success and still deal with the day to day struggles of having a job, paying bills, getting to your job, finishing school, getting some type of education, you know, doing those type of things? And the question is the answer. You know, how do you manage that? That's the answer. How you get to that next level is how you manage your day-to-day tasks. Do you actually list your tasks out? 
do you know what your tasks are? Because a lot of the times, if you know you have 10 things to do today, and you never really like jot them down or plot them out on your on your timeline, and you you know allot certain time for certain tasks. You know it's going to take you an hour to do laundry, or you got to go to work for eight hours, or whatever it is. It's hard to really, um, you know, move things around and be adaptable when you have opportunities come up. So. You know, one thing you can do is list your task out every day until you come comfortable with identifying what your tasks are and just moving without, you know, writing them down. But, you know, give yourself the opportunity. Write your task out. You got a smartphone. Everybody got a smartphone. If you don't, you got a pen and paper. Write your task down. You know what you have to do. And a lot of things you can put times on. You say, well, I know I have to do this at this time or I can do this at this time because that's the best time for me to do that. And you can map out your task for the day we're not talking about planning your future or anything like that we're just talking about managing your day-to-day tasks the better you do that the more time you can free up for things that you don't have a set amount of time for like going to the bookstore and just you know going to the business section and doing some research just checking out books looking at the back of them what's the summary on this who is the author you know some of those things you don't know how long that's going to take but if you manage your day-to-day task efficiently then you can open up more time you can say you know what i got like six hours for the rest of the day after i do everything that i got to do today i could probably hit the bookstore up go downtown go in and out of some businesses talk to some people attend a seminar watch some youtube videos or something like that and then be ready to handle your day-to-day tasks for the next day another big thing is how much you procrastinate we all do it i'm guilty of it and in one of these time management classes that i took it was talking about procrastination as a way to cope with things that you have to do so you got 10 things to do today five of them easy breezy you know you just knock those out the remaining five three of those tasks you just really don't want to do they're not fun for you you don't get no gratification out of them it's just things that you have to do so those tasks you're most likely to procrastinate on and when you procrastinate what you try to do is you try to justify some other thing that you have to do in place of what you should be doing and when you do that all you do is waste time because those two or three tasks that you need to get done if you don't do those things and you say well you know i said i was going to watch this show or i said i was going to get my car washed things that are not really necessary to your success are you doing is making those tasks take longer to achieve you still got to get those things done if they carry over to the next day you didn't waste it however many hours and the rest of that day procrastinating on those those few things so you know be honest with yourself and man up to it you got to do those things you got to do certain things that you don't necessarily want to do get them done get them done efficiently the first time and move on Open up that window of time that you have to explore the things that you need to explore to move forward towards your success. You know, and and the second question is, do you make time to do the things that you need to do with care? Again, you know, we could just talk about the tasks that you have to do that you don't really want to do every day. So do you rush through them? Do you half ass them? 
you know, or do you take the time to do them the right way so you don't have to revisit those again? You know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get it done, get it done the right way. I don't have to answer to nobody about doing it again or why I didn't do it this way. Or I don't have to answer to myself because I know when I half-ass something and I know when it's half-ass done. And if it's half-ass done, the other half is going to come back. I'm going to have to do that eventually. So, you know, do you do that? Do you take that time and that care to, to handle your business? Because that's going to carry you forward. You can't half-ass success. Success knows. The game knows. The game knows when, you, when you're trying to half-ass it. And you're going to get out what you put in. So you put half in, you're going to get half out. You want $100 million, you half-ass it, you're only going to get 500000 or 500 million, whatever. <laughs> but, um, you know, those are some of the things that just working and being more efficient, you know, gives you more time to do the things that you really want to do. You know, handle those tasks, man. Handle them. Handle them like it's nothing. Make light work of it, you know. And then you'll find, you know, maybe maybe it accumulates. Maybe, you know, in one day you don't open up that much time. But you handle your business like that every day. And by the end of the week, you got a shitload of time that you didn't have last week because you just handled your business 100% more efficiently than you did the prior week. So now you can do things like work on building your wealth and your wealth of knowledge and, and moving towards your goals because you have that extra time. And you should use that extra time with the same efficiency that you handle your day to day tasks. That's how you move towards being able to clearly define what it is you want because you clearly define what it is that you're going to do. Now, that brings another challenge, right? Because how do you cope with the day-to-day shit? I don't like my job. I hate going there every day, right? I like making money. I like the paycheck. I want to make sure that that paycheck is coming in, but I hate that place. That's one of the things that you don't want to do that you have to do. If you don't do it efficiently, then we all know you're going to risk losing your job. You go in there and half-ass your job, something you know that's going to come due one day. Somebody's going to be like, man, you come in here late every day. You half-ass do the job. You know, you never fucking fold the towels the way that you're supposed to do it or whatever your job is, you know. There's some shit that you half-ass when you don't feel like doing it. But not so much as satisfying your boss and satisfying the needs of that that job but it's satisfying yourself it's telling yourself that this is one of the gruesome tasks that i have to do not that your job is you know you ain't a butcher or nothing like that but you know not that your job is gruesome but it's one of the things on your list that you don't necessarily want to do and business there's going to be a ton of unglorified things that you're going to have to do And if you half-ass them, your success is going to be half-assed because of it. So becoming familiar with the idea of handling all tasks with the same efficiency, the same effectiveness, the same level of this is my work ethic. That's what you have to achieve. And that's what you have to get familiar with and get comfortable with. Because that's the name of the game. You know, everything ain't glossy. Everything ain't the gold trophies and awards and all of that shit. Some of it is sweeping up the fucking floor. If you own this building, even if you have a janitor that's required to sweep up the floors, you know what you're paying that janitor. You're not paying him the same amount as the engineers. 
So he probably don't have the same care in his job that the engineers have in their job, mainly because that job doesn't warrant that high salary. So you as a business owner, when you walking around the facility, if you see some shit on the floor, that's still your house. You got to pick that shit up and put it in the trash. If you walk past that shit and call somebody else and tell them to pick it up when you just walk past that shit, that's arrogant. And that says something about how you feel about your success. You're relying on other people for your success. And you don't do that, right? You pick that shit up yourself. You scrape the gum off the tables. You mail out the fucking envelopes and do all of that. You know, you do the unglorified task. Because at the end of the day, you want the $100 million. And no matter how many people you employ or whatever your business is, you got, you have to manage it so that you can take home the $100 million and still pay everybody satisfactorily. I just made that word up too. But, you know, um, those tasks that we half-ass, and this isn't everybody, I'm not saying that we naturally half-ass things, but, you know, if you have certain things that you don't, typically want to do and you do them with the energy of I don't want to do this those things devour your time and your energy and those are situations that we wish weren't that way you know I wish I didn't have to do this I wish I didn't have to go to work every day so I kind of do the work half-ass because I don't want to do it you know, but you have to deal with those things. You have to deal with the things that you don't want to do and unfortunate events and all of those type of things. Those things consume your time and energy, but they got to be handled. You can't leave anything undone. Nobody's perfect. I'm not, you know, I'm not preaching perfectness or nothing like that. This is all about what you can do, doing what you can do and identifying what you can do, knowing what you can do and doing that thing. Don't procrastinate. Procrastination takes up your energy and your time. Half-assing takes up your energy and time. Not knowing. You know, not going out there and seeking those skills that you don't have. Acquiring those skills that you don't have so you can do the job better and, and more efficiently. Those things take up your energy and time. So, you know, when you deal with unfortunate events and things that you can't foresee and some things that are inevitable and they suck and you know you don't want to have to deal with them yeah they, they it's going to take up your time you know you're going to have to deal with those things you're going to have to put certain things aside and deal with those things and get them out the way once you get them out the way you back on track you back on track to the things that you know you might want to do a little bit more but you're back on track with the things that are propelling you forward towards your goal so, you know, all of that is to say, um, manage your day-to-day activities, you know, you, and I'm like, I'm losing my train of thought a little bit, but, you know, there's, there's things that more closely connect to reaching a hundred million dollars. And there's things on the opposite end of the scale that don't seem like they connect as heavily with reaching that $100 million. But if you take a higher perspective, you know, step back 10,000 feet, look from the bird's eye view, 
all of those things are connected within your goal, within your dream. And you have to do all of those things. If you really, once you really get out there and you start like really reading the important stuff, not reading how somebody went from zero to a million dollars or whatever, or, you know, reading the stories, the glorified stories of how people became millionaires, but reading the stories on how people connected the dots from having nothing besides a dream, no resources, no connections, and building $100 million businesses. And it took them 10 years, 20 years, 15 years, however, you know, however much time it took them. But they built it. And you can follow those things. Those are the things that you're going to have to do. You know, you're going to have to do. You can hire people. But if you hire people, you still have to know what those people have to do in order to make sure that they're doing what they have to do so you can reach your $100 million. So, you know, that the whole theme of this episode was how do you find success? And the answer is you go out there and you find it. You know, it's not, it's not going to be in the book. The book is not the roadmap. The podcast is not the roadmap. You know, those YouTube videos are not the roadmap. Those are, this, this is inspiration. This is just a little bit of motivation to say, keep going. You know, the, the day-to-day shit is not pretty. It's not pretty. Picking up the paper off the floor ain't pretty. Scraping the, the, the gum off the tables ain't pretty. But if you want to bring people into that boardroom and sit them down and have meetings, you better make sure there ain't no gum under the table. So when they sit there with their nice suits, they ain't walking away with gum stains because then that's going to make an impression on them of you. So you have to make sure all of your T's are crossed and all of your I's are dotted. You have to do all of those tasks. And the way that you manage them is going to determine your success. That's how you find success. You know, you do all of the things that are necessary to reach success. And, you know, you might be able to identify that with saying, you know, I'm I'm going to go get the bag. I'm going to go grind. I'm going to do whatever is necessary. And and sometimes there's a negative light portrayed on that. You know, it's saying I'm going to do it whether it's illegal or not. But we're not talking about that because a lot of that ain't even clearly defined. You know, it's a lot of people doing a lot of illegal things. Thinking that they're doing what's necessary to get the hundred million dollars, but even if you're doing something illegal, I'm not. I'm not promoting anything illegal, but if you're out there hustling, hustling illegally, and you don't follow the necessary steps it is to be successful at that thing, then you're gonna get bagged. You know, so it, it's not about what it is you're doing; it's how you do it, and it's it's how you manage it. So, you know. This this thing ain't it's not one color, you know, it's not like I said, it's not one set of steps that you can follow to to be successful. But going out there and getting your feet wet, getting your hands dirty, getting out of your comfort zone, learning what it is that you don't know and putting those things into application is what's going to set you on that journey. And we haven't even got to the point where. We know exactly what it is we want to do. We're still trying to find out what we're capable of. We're still trying to find out, 
you know, what we see as success. And we'll get there. You know, we'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there shortly. So, I'm going to take a break real quick. And we'll be back after a message. So, I want to give a shout out to Noodle Fan in South Orange. I know many of y'all might not be from my neighborhood, but there's this uh, there's this little Thai spot. It's called Noodle Fan. And because it's Thai, it's got a certain place in my heart because, you know, my wife and my children are half Thai. So I eat a lot of Thai food. So this place just popped up like, you know, I've been living in this neighborhood for like seven years or something. And one day I rolled past and it was this noodle spot, noodle fan. I'm like, oh, you know, that sounds kind of catchy. You know, I'm going to go in there one day. And what happened was I grabbed the menu out of there one day. I had the menu for a while and I was coming from the gym. And I'm like, man, you know, I need some protein. I need some carbs. I need some vegetables. You know, what can I get that's not gross? Right. What's not deep fried and what's not gross. So I said, let me check this. out. I saw the menu. I said, let me check this out. And they had everything that I knew as like staples and like the Thai uh, cuisine. They had steak salad. They had pot Thai. They had uh, the fried wings and the chili sauce. Like they had everything that I was used to. They had uh, Thai tea. So I'm like, let me check this out. So I look at, you know, I look at the prices, obviously. I'm like, all right, you know, it's priced pretty well. How good is the food going to be? Whenever you see a price point, that's that's too good to be true. You're like, I'm not sure what's going to happen. So I go in there, I order, I sit down and eat. Pleasantly surprised. The spot was nice. You know, they got TVs. It's open. It's a whole open floor plan. They don't have a lot of booths in there. It's just tables everywhere. But the atmosphere was cool. The atmosphere was relaxed. You know, the food was great. Like, the flavors in the food you know like i've eaten there probably 10 times in the past month or so and and i you know i know that's probably not the best thing for me like working out and all that you know just eating food that i didn't prepare myself but when i say i don't feel guilty about it like i don't feel guilty about it so i'll be back in there soon enough noodle fan uh so just shout out to that spot if you in the area if you're driving through south orange uh new jersey Check out Noodle Fan. They got great food. Prices are great. Phenomenal lunch specials. And um, nice atmosphere, you know, nice people in that joint. So check them out. All right, we're back. So we were talking about things that, uh, you know, consume a lot of time and take energy away from what our main goals are. And, you know, some things that are unavoidable and unwanted and things that we don't typically want to do. So what what I tend to do and, you know, I'm going to say what some people tend to do, people that I've had experience with, people that I've talked to, you know, it's, it's common. What you tend to do when you're faced with those situations is spend a lot of time dwelling on the thing, on the, on the issue, you know, spending a lot of time dwelling on the issue and, you know, going through the motions, going through the emotions and the emotional states and just griping about it. You know, whether you're talking to somebody else or whether you're just sitting and thinking like, oh, you know, I just need some time to myself. And what you do is, you know, you, you corner yourself and you spend that time just thinking about how you could have avoided the situation or how you can get out of the situation or whatever. But what you do in those times is nothing. 
you're actually not doing anything. If the situation is already passed, then it passed. If it's something that you can't avoid going forward with, like you got a ticket, you know, I got a ticket, a ticket, $200. You can't get out of paying that ticket. I mean, some people have their ways. Like, you know, I was never that lucky to just be able to be like, oh, yeah, I got a ticket. I was in the wrong, but I went to court and I got out of that. You know, I don't have that experience. So some people do. But, you know, if it's something like that, that it's unavoidable, got to go to court, got to go pay the ticket. That's that. Deal with it. Be done with it. If you, if you can get out of it, then you know that's, you know, all right, I'm going to get out of this, but I'm going to have to do A, B, and C to get out of that. But you know that. Identify that. Do what you got to do and then move on, whatever that situation is. But when you take that time and you just dwell on whatever issue it is, you know, and I, you know, I said getting a ticket, that was light. But, you know, it's a lot of bigger things that we face that sometimes are unavoidable. But what's not productive is spending all of that time just dwelling on it, griping about it, complaining about it. Because what you're doing in that time is nothing. You're not doing anything. And you're literally wasting time just thinking about a situation that's that's already reality. So, you know, as, as far as things go with managing the things that you have to do, one of the best pieces of, of advice that I can give is to just handle it, handle it. You know, you got to cope with life. You got to cope with situations. Try to get better at coping with things. You know, say the serenity prayer. If you're in the prayer, I don't, you know, people have different beliefs, but I believe that that prayer is more of a, a conversation between you and the universe as it is a religious thing. You know, it's just identifying the things that you can change, changing those things, identifying the things that you can't change, accepting those things, and in either case, moving on. And with that, we're moving on. So at some point in time, you'll probably hear somebody say that you have to have what it takes to make it in business or, you know, show business or sports or music or whatever. Like you have to have what it takes. And I get the energy that that saying is trying to convey like you have to have umph you have to have that you know that special thing to to make it but like what the hell is that like what is having what it takes like that's not helpful like you know i want to be successful oh you got to have what it takes like all right thanks man all right you know what i'm saying like that's not helpful but what i think is what you have to have to achieve success is endurance right I don't think the real, I don't think there's a real thing as overnight success. You know, like one day you wake up with a bright idea and then the next day your whole idea get implemented in totality and then all your dreams come true. Like that to me, that's not realistic. I don't think that that really happened to anybody. And I'm look, if you find somebody that that happened to that, they just woke up with a bright idea and would I shit, give it a year, give it a year. Do you say somebody woke up with a bright idea and they had nothing? They had nothing besides a bright idea. And then everything just got laid out for them. And in a year, all of their dreams came true with no help from nobody else. You know, that's the whole overnight success thing. Like, oh, man, he came out of nowhere and he just blew up and he was successful overnight. Yeah. I, you know, find them. Shout them out. Tell them to me. I'll reach out to them, try to interview them. I'll try to, you know share that knowledge or have them share that knowledge or something. But, you know, that is not realistic in most of our lives. It probably won't happen to to most of us. If it does happen to you, 
I hope it happens for somebody, right? Because ideally, you want your idea to be that thing that's so valuable to the world that you wake up with this idea that nobody had. And somebody says, that's brilliant. I'm on board. And then the next 50 people you meet say, that's brilliant. I'm on board. And then you have a team of people that agree with that brilliant idea that you had. And then all your dreams come true. I would love to see that happen, you know, but if we are going to be realistic and if we're going to be the ones that say, if that don't happen to me, I'm still prepared to fight, then, you know, that's not realistic. So if you take anything away from episode two on finding success, be prepared to endure whatever you will encounter on your path to success. Once you identify the tasks and actions that you need to accomplish to start moving towards your goal, don't waste time getting them done. Do the research on the field that you plan on getting into and learn as much about that field as quickly as possible so that you'll be equipped with the information necessary to build the plan to reach your goal. And document everything. Write down all of your ideas. Clearly define what success you want for yourself and use all of that written information to build your plan. And get started now. If you wait till tomorrow to start writing down your ideas or building your plan, then all you're doing is prolonging reaching your success. So with that, I look forward to seeing y'all on episode three. I hope y'all are more enthused and ready to go. And until then, keep grinding. Peace.